Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Slaviers. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Why Why the long pause? I don't know. Dramatic man. effect? Yeah, pretty much. It's been a while. I mean, all right. So I'm going to just lay it out there for our listeners. Oh, my. Um, we have nothing to talk about because um, literally nothing's going on right now yeah. in the world. So we're just here just to fuck around. And goof off, so... I'm playing a little catch-up. We haven't talked in don't, a while. Yeah, don't, don't expect much substance, because <laughs> there's nothing going on. 2020 is smooth sailing, brother. Yeah, I haven't really seen the point to do much of a show. Like, I was going to... After we did the last one, I was going to get a hold of you, and then I'm like, there's nothing really going on, man. It's just coronavirus talk. Well, yeah, because it's been coronavirus. That's about it. COVID-19, that's what's dominated everything and then obviously trump's ineptitude that's yeah i mean and that, trump inept, ineptitude has been a story since he ran for yeah. president so Every, that's nothing new there everyone was on lockdown so there wasn't anybody out on the streets for the cops to shoot um, all, all the kids were at home so there was no, no school, school shooting yeah, no school shootings for the first time we I, I saw someone put that tweet out like hey this is the first time in america in like i don't know how many like a decade plus where over a three-month span of the school year, there's no school sh- mass shootings at school. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so that's positive until you realize why. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's because they're all at home. Yeah, I mean, there's literally not that much. I mean, it's the typical. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that Trump does, and we could get on, and it's just like, oh, my God. It gets old. It does. It gets old real fast. It does get old. So does school shootings and everything else, but... Oh yeah, there was a good month and a half there um, that I did not. I just didn't look at the news at all. Didn't pay attention to it. My friends would start talking about something, and I would just like tune out. Yeah, <laughs> like I just didn't give a fuck anymore. I was just like, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. I was like, you know, it's all coronavirus talk or just some bullshit that trump's saying it's like i don't fucking care man the dude's got a few more months and either he's in for another four years and america's just a failed state completely at that point or we got fucking dementia fucking prone biden taking over which is going to be awful too but whatever i mean i feel the same way not as harshly about him as it did about hillary but it's almost the same where it's like i'm gonna go vote for him but I'm not going to be excited about it. <laughs> I'm just going to like, no. All right. No, it's it's status quo. It's all it is. It's terrible. Trump is mania, and Biden is just what it's always been. 
Yeah. Which at this point in the country, a politician with corporations in the, in his back pocket who order him what to do. Yeah. No, nothing new. And you know what? At this point, after fucking, I mean, that's better than Trump. Oh yeah. After three and a half great. years of Trump, I welcome that. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm like, you know what? It it is what it is. I'm just gonna fucking accept it. It's he does gonna, have some dumb fucking policies, but the only thing somewhat positive I'll say is because he has taken some shit because he does say so many dumb fucking things and then he gets hammered and it seems like at least talk wise he seems like some of his stances he's willing to be a little bit more progressive on yeah I did see something about it wasn't necessarily Medicare for all but it was something along the lines of Medicare for all there's been a few things where he's... Where he said something, I was like, really? Well, you know what it is? I think... I mean, talk is cheap to me. I want to actually see something like yeah, Bernie. He exa- had plans. Exactly. I think that progressive wing, I mean, still, if you put Bernie and Warren's totals together, percentages, they were still getting a pretty good chunk of the electorate. Oh, yeah. So I think he knows. And and I don't want to, because we're going to get in a lot of race stuff, I have a feeling. Um, no. I don't want to set the tone right off the bat, but I... I hate this fucking, this whole thing. Like, he's got to pick a black woman. He has to pick a black woman. I I hate that because I'd love to see him pick Warren just to kind of reaffirm the progressive side. Like, look, I am going to take one of your own. Because I know that's what cracks me up a little bit was because, uh, you know, whenever uh, it was getting heated and all that stuff and Bernie was looking like the front runner. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, we can't have another old white man be the guy. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, Joe Biden. Yeah, let's go. And it's like, <laughs> wait, what? 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 Yeah, where, I don't where did know, that, man. We can't have another old white guy sentiment go. Where? Where? What happened to it? It, like, vanished into thin air. Yeah, I just, I mean, I guess if he ha- if he felt like he had to pick a, a, a woman of color, I guess this is where I think he's kind of fucked because... I'm not saying there's not a lot of good cans, but you have to look at it from the standpoint of he needs a. It's typical of that thing, you know, like if you have a a southern presidential candidate, they'll try and pick someone from like the you know the northeast or something. Like they always try and do that, and usually want to balance it out. Yeah, and you want to go from someone maybe from a state that's more of a swing type state, blah blah blah. That whole thing. He's the northeastern guy, so you're like, okay, well, it's a political thing. Unless you're Donald Trump, and then he just goes eeny meeny miny mo. Yeah. I mean, it really did. Well, with him, I think it was like, who can I pick who's just as terrible and awful as me as an established right fair? Because at that point, remember, I know people don't remember this, especially all the hardcore Trump supporters who love every right wing Republican in the Senate and Congress now. But half of them were shitting all over Trump. Even most of the people in his staff, like his press secretary, that McElhaney whore or whatever. That goddamn walking skeleton cunt. She she said all kinds of fucked up things about him. You can go back and look it up when she was making the rounds whenever, I can't remember whatever candidate she was pushing for the right at the time. Probably goddamn oh, yeah. Ted Cruz. Well, because you know, like, the, the ones that are, like, at least semi-intelligent, uh, you know that they're going home being like, God damn it, I can't believe this is my fucking life. See, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I believe that because in my... This is my opinion, of course, but it's completely right. I think that all of them are evil anyway. I just think that they thought he was, like, he showed his evil too much. Like, he's not going to get elected. 
He's as awful as us, but look at him. He just says the stuff you're not supposed to say out loud in public, and he doesn't give a shit. He's fucking it up for all of us. And then he gets elected because people forgot that we still have like 40% super racist piece of shit white trash in this country that are hardcore. And they voted, enough of those idiots vote, of course, that he got in. They're like, oh shit, we can be as awful and racist and shitty as we want and still get elected. So I think this is just like, that was a coming out party for the real Republicans. I mean, that's the way I felt they've always been anyway. So, Uh, I mean, I'm, like I said, that's my view. I mean, I'm right. (laughs) You don't have to agree with it. You're wrong, but... (laughs) <laughs> no, I, but like I said, I don't like the whole he's got to pick woman of color thing. It's not that I'm against him. It's just I don't I don't know who he could pick who's prominent enough that could sway any. The pro- yeah. And the problem is, too, and this is part of the system that is wrong, is, you know, if you look at the population, let's be honest, there's not enough. Because you'd want a senator or governor, most likely. You want something with that kind of leadership credential. And there's just not that many black women that are in those positions. I mean, you basically have Kamala Harris and... And? And that, yeah. And that was my point. And? So, I I mean, that's the problem. There's not enough... And it's not their fault. I'm just... You know, like Stacey Abrams, people put her out there. She should have been the governor of Georgia. She got yep. fucking raped in that election. But yep. she's it not. It was stolen from her. Yeah, definitely. Just like Hillary's was stolen. Just like Gore's was stolen. And I don't have anything against her, but, you know, she's not in a position. Of, like, if she would have won the governorship, then I might put a little bit sure. more backing behind her. But even though, like I said, she got cheated out of it. I mean, I don't know. I can't. And I don't want Kamala Harris because, to me, she if she would be a perfect, like, attorney general, she's a badass. And you get her in there, when Trump gets out, she'll go after fucking Barr and all these other fuckers for all the crimes they're committing. I know she would because she's a goddamn dog. She's a badass. I, I mean, I'd love to see her that. And she's not – she's progressive in some ways, but not Ish, enough yeah. so. And plus she's from California, which is a – it's a, you know, that's just a fucking layup state for the Dems, so we don't really need someone. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough fucking call. That's a problem with Warren too. She's another Northeast, you know, um, progressive. So I don't know. It's a tough call, man. I feel for him. I almost, after watching the news a little bit on and off, and then you'll see what's going on with Michigan stuff. I really like Gretchen Whitmer, man, and a Midwest candidate would be great too. Plus, she's kind of hot. Not that that means anything, <laughs> but. It's not a bad looking woman right there, but she seems pretty with it too. So, and like, you know, again, she's got that governor moniker. She's in the Midwest. He lost Michigan last time or, you know, we lost Michigan. Dems lost Michigan. So yeah, that would be, you know, it could help a little bit in that rust belt. So that's a potential, but we don't need to talk about this shit anyway. We got more important stuff. I want to hear about you. So the reason we're doing the show is because, of course, all this shit's going on. So I sent Eric the text the other day and asked him if he was out rioting. And then he sent, he starts killing me with texts about what he has been up to. And I was like, holy shit. And I was almost like, he kept texting. I was about to say, dude, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Just save it. <laughs> save your story for the show. Because I like to hear it, you know, instead of just having you text me a few things. So, yeah. of course, everybody knows now. He left me in Texas, left me all alone, and I cried. And now he's up in Minnesota. And, of course, that's where all the shit's going down. So yep. 
please, Eric, tell us your story of what you've been up to over the last <laughs> few days up there in Minnesota. Uh, so I was there for the first day of uh, protests, um, mainly because they they hadn't done any ta- anything to the officers, and I'm like, this that's fucking crazy. Like, I understand that. It's a little bit more tricky with officers because they have the, uh, you know, basically right to take a life kind of thing. Uh, but regardless, that's like clear as day. A- any fucking person can look at that video and see that cop putting his knee on his neck for whatever it was, eight minutes or whatever. Um, and it's like, yeah, he killed him. That's plain as day. He wasn't fighting back. He was saying he couldn't breathe. All the other cops weren't doing shit. Um, and other and people were pleading for the cop to get off of his neck. It was clear he should have been in handcuffs the instant they saw that video, mm-hmm. but they didn't do it. Of course not, because they're cops. It's thin blue line, you know, the Brotherhood. Uh, we're gonna get into that a little bit more later. But mm-hmm. so, so I went down the protest, um, and everything was peaceful. This was the first day. Uh, it wasn't at night. There wasn't any of the looting or anything crazy like that. And um, was sitting there, and this woman next to me is all of a sudden just says, "I think I'm shot." I'm like, "What? What did what did she just say?" And I and she's like, and she repeated it. I think I'm shot in the arm. And I looked over at her arm, and sure as shit, she was fucking shot. I never heard a gunshot. I have no freaking clue what happened. Were there um, were there any cops down there at the right? I mean, was it like uh, like a real gunshot or like one of those rubber bullet things that just like? No, this was a gunshot. Gunshot. Yeah, wow. This was not a rubber bullet. This was a gunshot. Jeez. Um. So I grab her and kind of take her away from the crowd, um, and then the, it started to get a little bit more contentious with the crowd. Then, um, so I was like, "We need to get the fuck out of here." Mm-hmm. Um. So I found an apartment, and in Minnesota, it's a little bit different than it is down south, like in Texas. Um, in Texas, a lot of the apartments, uh, all of the doors to the apartments are on the exterior of the building. So, like, each unit has its own door on the exterior. Hmm. In Minnesota, it's almost like hotel style, where there's uh, only a handful of entrances and then all the doors to the apartments are on the inside. Is of that because the of the weather? Complex. Like, yeah, I believe it's because of the cold. Shit. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, because snow, they only have to shovel one pathway instead mm-hmm. of every single pathway, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, and they're locked. You know, none of them are open ever. Uh, so I'm banging on the glass, trying to like, and you know, I'm banging on a window next to me, and finally, some unfortunately. Uh, this 14-year-old boy who's home alone is the one that <laughs> answered my call uh, and let us in. And, uh, you know, I just put her in the hallway because she you, was just bleeding all over the place. When you guys walked in, did a paint bucket come down and nail you in the face? No, this wasn't home alone action. This is oh, okay. just a nice kid. Okay. Um, he went and got a shitload of towels, which, you know, got ruined and blood soaked really fast jeez um the most fucked up part was that i called 911 and again mm. this like i said this is when things started to get a little bit contentious with the crowd oh, and yeah. it started to get a little bit more violent um i called 911 and their response to me was 
they didn't believe me. <laughs> they thought that I was trying to set a trap <laughs> for them to go down there so then we could, you know, beat up an ambul- some uh, first responders and, uh-huh. like, burn an ambulance or something. Yeah. And I'm like, why would I fucking make this up? Why would I, like, I have a woman that's bleeding out right in front of my fucking eyes. Like, I need fucking help right now. And they, they wouldn't do shit. They wouldn't do shit. Call 911, and they wouldn't do a fucking thing. Because, frankly, they're pussies. Well, they're probably, we'll being, they're probably being overwhelmed with calls and stuff, too. So they're probably just like, you're like, oh, she's shot in the arm. I'm like, man, who gives a fuck? Oh, we don't believe you. <laughs> Go on to like, the next I didn't, one. <laughs> I didn't quite think about it at the time. I don't know if it would have helped. Um, but maybe I should have like Facebook lived it or something. And then maybe it would have gotten to somebody somewhere. Out of curiosity, what, uh, what color is this woman? Black. Did, okay. You should, did you say it was a black woman that was shot? No, no <laughs> I, I was going to say, you should have been like a uh, white woman. Shot. <laughs> maybe they would have jumped to attention then. So at that point, the only option was to run and get my car, uh, which was blocks and blocks away. Because the cops, you know, the ambulance wasn't coming. Yep. They they didn't give a shit. Um, and again, the the crowd's getting crazy. I'm like, fuck, how the fuck am I going to get my car to this apartment? Because uh, I didn't want her to move around and stuff because, you know, get the blood flowing and shit. I didn't mm-hmm. want any of that happening. Um, so I I had to, like, weave my way through and hope that I didn't, like, hit a block of really angry people that were going to burn my car or some shit. Uh, luckily got to the uh, apartment and then was able to get her to the hospital. Um, and I, I don't know. I doubt that they have any kind of chain of command where they can send stuff up. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But I did tell the people at the hospital that I did call nine one one and they refused to come out. Um, so I, I gave them my phone number. So maybe they can track it. I don't know. Mm. And kind of, slap somebody on the hand or something I, I, whatever nah, um, nothing will happen probably not no uh, again they look out for their own and that's about it uh, so yeah it, it was fucking crazy she's okay um, I did get her contact information and um, I got the the 14 year old boy's mother's uh, number as well hey now because um, I wanted to check it up on him because I mean you know he was he was <laughs> pretty pale you know, <laughs> he was he was freaked out oh, i can imagine two um, strangers come in one of them's shot and bleeding yeah it's, it's uh, like out of a tarantino movie so yeah you know luckily she's okay um and then the, the boy he's he's doing better now uh, mm-hmm. the first couple of days were pretty rough wasn't sleeping very well stuff like that but um good job you know, me, dude me and my friends are setting something up for that boy uh, so, um, Prostit- he, it's prostitute. a, it's a kind of a poor area of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting him a PlayStation four and some games and stuff. Okay. Um, kind of so, just something to help occupy his mind yeah. a little bit. Maybe get him like, <laughs> get him like call of duty and shit. So we can help him with his P- no. PSTD. No, I <laughs> got him Spider-Man and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, so I, you know, he, like I said, he's doing better now, but. It it was pretty nuts, um, and I, I I haven't texted you about other stuff. So um, I did have to work uh, the majority of this week, 
but the weekend I kind of had off, so I definitely didn't go uh, during the protests anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing that shit again. Uh, once, but, once was enough. But I was waking up early and heading to various neighborhoods because they had a lot of uh, you know Facebook groups and stuff that were talking and people on Reddit that were banding up, and I was helping with the cleanup and stuff like that. So I was out there helping scrub graffiti off of walls and clean up glass from shattered businesses and all kinds of stuff, just trying to help out and all that stuff. And I, I did stay another day in one of the protests. That was uh, Saturday, because uh, I did find a group uh, of guys, um, and basically our goal... Uh, during the protest, obviously, was to protest. But our main goal was to find and identify people that are starting shit, mm-hmm. basically, and yeah. stopping them. The insurgents. Um, and we did. We we there was a, an unmarked vehicle with a dude in it, and he just stopped, ran out of his car real quick, and was putting uh, firecrackers in the middle of the street, like the big ones, mm-hmm. the big shells. Yeah. And shit like that. So we were picking him up and throwing him back in his car. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, obviously looters, um, uh, people that were like obviously trying to physically harm cops. Uh, you know, we were, we were just trying to get in the way, basically, mm-hmm. and trying to prevent people from doing dumb shit. Obviously, we, we were a small group, can't do it to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, it's such a huge crowd. It's really difficult to kind of manage that stuff. So it was just something, a little bit of anything that we could do. And I think it kind of caught fire a little bit because we did notice that people were starting to do it more and more as the, as the day went along. So, um, but yeah, it was fucking nuts, man. It's crazy. Um, and even I'm kind of pretty far South from the cities um but even here uh like somebody tried to burn down the municipal building here <laughs> um there were some stores that were looted um even where i work uh, several of our vans all the windows were smashed out uh, uh that was on thursday last thursday night um and you know there's a lot of businesses that are all boarded up and stuff but i yeah i don't you know, my wife asked me, you know, she goes, what do you think about the, the riot and stuff? I'm like, you know, it's it's a kind of a tough one and stuff. Like when they show them burning down precincts and trashing cop cars and stuff, I'm like, eh. Well, that makes sense. I know. I'm like, eh, it doesn't bother me so much, to be honest with you. But when they're just yeah. like, you know, bashing looting, out that's just targets being, and still that's just being I'm a like, piece of shit. I'm like, come on, man. But then the thing is, you know, it's. Between the president and all the right wingers on social media, they post every picture they could find of any black person doing it. Oh, and there's then, white people doing it too. And there's tons of white people doing it. And the thing is, it's like there's all these groups. Like, you know, you said you guys were doing organization through the Facebook. And yep. you guys aren't the only ones. Like, you guys are probably a good progressive mind to try and do some good things. But then you have the other side where you have the MAGAs and the fucking right-wing fascists and neo-Nazis, and they try and do the same thing where they're grouping up trying to go to these places. I remember, I think it was Minnesota and a couple others where 
either the governor's stuff came out and said, yeah, we've arrested a ton of people, and like half the people we arrested are from out of state. They're not even fucking from here, where they just group up, come in to cause havoc, you know? So there, there is some of that. Um, as far I don't know about the numbers everywhere else, but here in Minnesota, um, they grossly exaggerated them in here. Um, yeah. I, I think they forgot that arrest records can be found really fast these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, so I think it was one of the, I don't, uh, of course they say that they weren't trying to push the narrative, but there is a historical precedent for uh, outside agitator. Yeah. Where it's basically deflect blame onto somebody else. So then people are like, Oh, it's not our people, but in reality. So I think one of the nights they they said it was like eighty percent. Oh, were I, I out, were outside agitators. Oh, I didn't 80%. hear that. Percent. I, I heard it was like forty or something. They said it was um, like forty percent of the people that they had arrested. It was yes. like one of the, like on the second night of like the, the really bad shit. The actual number was twenty percent. Okay, well, I mean that's still though. If you still think about high, that's, that's still pretty high. The people who are arrested. But that's still a lot of Minnesotans fucking shit up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, you know it's going to be mostly the people. And they state, have, but I'm and just saying I, the fact listen, that... NPR, they did, uh, whenever that truck came through the fucking highway, mm-hmm. um, and luckily nobody got fucking hit, uh, but the NPR reporter was, like, in the middle of reporting when all these people started flooding and freaking out, so she's, like, live on the air and just like, what is happening? And then somebody stopped and started talking to her. But then all of a sudden, these, like, two white dudes that had... Uh, AR-15s uh, showed up behind her and she started talking to them and they claimed that they were I don't know if you know of this group uh, Boogaloo Boys Oh, they're the ones that wear the Hawaiian shirts and stuff? Uh, I, I don't know if they wear Hawaiian shirts That was like a, that they, That's like a, one of the things they said, you see these white guys with the AR-15s walking, or the not just AR-15s but you know, the assault rifles walking around, they have on Hawaiian shirts, that's some kind of a white power fucking group too that's a white nationalist yes group. that's they are far right white supremacists who th- believe that uh, the greatest thing for the nation right now is the second world uh, civil war oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's definitely an agenda that the far right's um, pushing and they were there so it's like they're they're there for a fucking reason they mm-hmm. want a reason to shoot a black guy yeah um so, so I mean, there's there's definitely outside agitators for, for for sure, and there's definitely these groups that are t- being opportunistic to try and fuck shit up. And there's also some weird, weird shit. I was watching a live feed, and I know this area of downtown Minneapolis. There is zero construction going on. Oh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. And there's a huge pallet of bricks. You know what? Just sitting on the side. They did protest here in Dallas, and. People were tweeting. There's some people that I follow that are down in Dallas, and they were tweeting pictures of the pallets of bricks. Same thing. No construction. Just in the middle of the fucking yep. downtown, pallet of bricks. Fucking weird. Like, my, why? And my, not only that, but none of the buildings around it have that style brick. It's no, like, no, no, what no. the fuck is this? Oh, no. And then uh, my cousin up in Indiana, he's he's real fucking liberal and stuff and into this shit. He, they were doing the same thing there, and he was tweeting out pictures of it. And I said, dude, they, this fucking same thing here in dallas i yep, said how amazing yep. and that's uh, just the like first, oh, the first couple of nights uh where there are a lot of fires and stuff um they were with surveillance and stuff able to pinpoint that the majority of the fires were started by one dude 
It was a white guy in full black with a uh, with a gas mask on. Mm. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people sus- were saying that it was an undercover cop. I don't know about that. I but, saw some stuff on that on Twitter. People were putting that uh, out there. So they were trying to. He's, he seems to have disappeared because nobody's seen him since. So mm-hmm. I think he started doing it and realized, oh shit, I'm, people are on to me. Yeah, there was a video. Someone it. someone caught but, a guy like that busting out windows at like an auto zone or something. They started filming him and they're following him and he was getting pissed. But there's a fuckload of people uh, rolling around, you know, after curfew and stuff with unmarked uh, cars. Mm hmm driving around just starting shit and not only that but when they chase them the people just dump the car it's it must be stolen or something they just mm. dump it and go they they say that that happens a lot where they're they're chasing down these unmarked cars and they'll just leave them and haul ass so yeah. they, there's some fishy shit going on yeah i mean like i said that's why when i was talking to my wife i'm like you know it's like the thing is, though, then you get like Trump, who's a white nationalist, and he gets out there and he wants to say, oh, it's Antifa, Antifa. I love how he said he was going to uh, designate Antifa as a terrorist organization. It's like, that's not even a group, you fucking idiot. That's just like <laughs> shorthand for anti-fascist. Yeah, not only that, but what's the most fascist fucking thing you can do besides trying to <laughs> make a, uh, an anti-fascist group oh, I don't a know. terrorist organization? Gas a bunch of fucking... Re- clergy to take over the church so you can do a photo off in front of it by holding up a bible oh my god <laughs> maybe, maybe that and his supporters ate it up man they well, ate it up and it's mm. like he gassed priests to get there i love it yeah the bishop and some of the like, other clergy are you there guys came out fucking like, insane yeah they're like uh yeah you know after we got through choking on the fucking tear gas we came out to complain that he just walked his fat ass over here and held up his fucking Bible upside down because he doesn't know the difference. And yeah, then, he doesn't know how to fucking read. Then he read out of two Corinthians. Fucking told the, us all about the Lord. The only thing he knows how to read <laughs> is his signature. Jesus Christ, man. He fucking loves showing that thing off. Well, like <laughs> this goes back to Biden. It's like, just as Biden is. God damn, man. We got to get him in there. <laughs> Get that fucking senile bastard in there. Well, I mean, so I hope, but I also don't hope that Trump, well, and the Pentagon's backing down and not doing it, and his uh, uh, National Defense Secretary saying no. But, again, I hope, but don't hope, that Trump does send tanks out to fucking start quelling shit. Because that would be a death sentence for his reelection. Man, people would see that and be like, "Fuck <laughs> this guy!" If and get him the fuck out. If just his overall performance over the last three and a half years and the way he's handled the coronavirus and stuff—if that isn't enough, dude—I don't think tanks will do it. I mean, nuts. <laughs> see, people are dumb, man, and people are there. They fucking cling on to the flashiest of the flashy, and there's nothing fucking flashier than a tank rolling down American fucking streets trying to stop people from their First Amendment right. Man, I'll, I'll tell you, though, haven't been, haven't been in the military, and I know it's, you know, everybody's, oh, military is really conservative. I got a lot of buddies, man, that I'm still in touch with 
former military, and I'd say half of them are pretty progressive and half of them are fucking Trumpians. You know, it's not as... It's not like everybody thinks. I think it, it might be a little bit swayed toward that. But you also got to remember, the military is about half minorities and stuff as well. I mean, a lot of black soldiers. And if... I, I think if it came down to it and they were saying, you've got to fucking mobilize against the people. I think a lot of them will be like, these are my fucking people. I, I don't think that you'll see it. Carry- I, mean, I think there would be an issue within the military where they wouldn't do it. A lot of them would not do that. You know, I, I, I really think enough of them would stand up. I mean, I've already seen things post from a lot of people, National Guard and stuff. They're like, I will, if they will not call me up to fucking enter one of these cities to fucking fight these people protesting, there's no fucking way in hell I'll go. You know, I've already seen it. And I think that would cause an uprising, but not in the way you think, where it's like, oh, a tank will fucking boost his racist supporters and stuff. I think it would turn the military enough against him. And, you know, of course, right wingers love the military and you got enough of them come out. Like, we're not going to fucking do this. What, what, look at what we're doing. This is Tiananmen square style shit. You know, everybody hates the commies in China. You know, we always hate these fascists and these commies. This, what the fuck are we doing here? It's because we have a fascist president. So it'd be very apropos. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I know that. I mean, we anybody with half a mind understands that. But, you know, like I always say, man, he's got that 35, 40% that are diehards no matter what. I mean, I've got a lot of yeah. lot of them in my family. And my aunt voted for him. And I shit all over her every chance I get for it. And finally, I have all the shit he's done. His response to the coronavirus and the shit he's because she's a former nurse. She's like, I'm not voting for him next time just because Holy of the shit. things he said and how he's handled the situation and, you know, putting out the, f- f- you know, always lying about it and this and that. I'm like, okay. I mean, it took till that to do it, but that's, I mean, that's what, still shocking. But whatever. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll, I, I still don't know if I'm going to own her back. I've already disowned her, but. <laughs> no, t- so to me, like, you know, that if people support Trump still. You, we're, you're never going to change their mind. That's never going to happen. Man. So my my point is that if he goes that extreme, he will mobilize the opposite people so hard that it they will show up to the polls. Because people always say, yeah, I'm going to show up, and then they just don't show up. I mean, you know, look at America's voting record. It's fucking atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> like, people don't... We don't go out to vote. You know, fucking Americans and, don't. But and, that kind of shit would really put a hammer into people's heads going, oh, fuck, I do need to vote this fucker out because he's going to burn this fucking country down. Well, I'll say this, I, and I don't blame black people for, you know, fucking Hillary not getting elected and us having Trump, but if you look statistically, there is a huge dip between the two Obama elections and Hillary. But then again, Hillary said a lot of shit, you know, she made statements or super predators or young Republican days and... I mean, she wasn't really, you know, someone, if I was yeah. a black person, I would have been, whoa, I'm fucking excited to vote for this bitch. Um, <laughs> and, and you know what? I, if I was black, I'd feel the same way about Biden. The one thing I'll say is Biden, if he's smart, and I saw that he reached out to Julian Castro, who ran for president. Um, he was the only one that really had a, a, a huge plan that he had written up for police reform and law enforcement reform that addressed a lot of these issues that black people have been 
complaining about for a long time. And it's not just black people. I just want to say we've had this discussion before, and I know getting in that fucking oh, you know, the all lives matter, blah blah. I think any race, Hispanic, Asian, white. Everybody should really be offended by this police brutality thing because absolutely, I, I put the numbers out before, and even though I know there's it's disproportionate, six to one white to black in this country, more white people are and I, like I said again, I know it's the the numbers, but more white people are killed by cops every year than black people. So, and the only point to that was they kill white people too, they kill Hispanic people too, they kill Asian people too, a lot less Asians, but they kill the rest of us at a pretty good clip, and yeah. There's a ton of police brutality. I mean, you think of it, you're constantly seeing things on tape, even if it's not murders. I mean, it's, you know, they take a fucking hit, throw a fucking elbow, kick someone, no other handcuff. This shit happens daily that you're seeing videos out there if you really want to look for it. Believe me, if you're on yeah. Twitter, you'll always see the bad stuff. This shit I did goes- see something that was pretty funny. Uh, it was uh, the FBI was asking people to, like, hand over a video of. Uh, people rioting and looting oh so they could look for them so they can go after that Uh, and people flooded the fbi with photos of police beating people (laughs) beating up protesters macing people that were just standing still Mm -hmm. shoving over kneeling people they just flooded the fbi with that shit it's like no don't fucking bring this shit to us you need to go after them motherfucker yeah i mean and i kind of say this i shit on the cops a lot and I know I come off as being super anti-cop because I kind of am a little because I kind of always been like, cops really don't do shit. I mean, they give you tickets and they fucking harass people. I mean, they don't really stop crimes from happening most of the time. They show up after the fact and then yeah. how many crimes have they solve? Sometimes solved? they do, but usually that's just pure luck. They I happen think, to just stop this vehicle yeah. and it was like the serial rapist that they've been trying to find forever. But if people want to do some research, go on to the the FBI, the government. They keep statistics on a lot of these things. Look at how many, the percentage of like unsolved murders and burglaries and thefts every year. It's very high. You think that like murders, like, you know, oh man, if someone murders someone, the fucking cops are catching those motherfuckers. Like they're getting them the next day. Dude, it's like half of fucking murders go unsolved in this country every year. no, No offense, cops... They ain't doing that much most of the time. Yeah. I mean, I know there's cops out there. Listen, I know we've got a friend in common that's a, a police officer. Not shitting on him. I was almost a cop myself. I, I'm glad I wasn't <laughs> because I don't really like the motherfuckers and how they act. And that thin blue line shit, like I said, it's bullshit. And But people have got to understand, this, is, this isn't just for black people. This is for everybody. This is to make all of society better and put these motherfuckers on notice you know, and you could keep continuing. You let it happen. You let it happen. You're like, oh, you know, fuck it. I'm white. It doesn't affect me. And it can affect you, dude. I've been harassed by cops when I was younger. After I got out of the military, I got a cop giving me shit one time. I'm like, dude, I just got out of the fucking army serving my country, dude, and you're giving me shit. I'm like, go fuck yourself. You know, it's like it's how they do things because they always get away with it. They murder. They get away with it. They abuse. They get away with it. Oh, here's a slap on the wrist. You're fucking take a few months off of paid leave while we investigate this matter. Oh, well, we didn't find enough to prosecute them, so we're just going to have to let them off. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we so, did the statistics on it. It was like 90-some yeah. percent of cops that are investigated for anything ever nothing serve happens. any time or anything. Yeah. Nothing or, happens. Um, uh, 
Yeah, so, I mean, of course, not all cops are bad. We all know that. I mean, my sister's yeah. a cop. Our friend is a cop. Oh, she's the worst. Um, <laughs> uh, some, they, there are good cops out there, but, of course, there are bad cops as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I even had... Our, so, our mutual friend's wife, uh, I, I, I was talking to him. I was just making sure he was good and all that stuff because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure what was going on in Arlington where he patrols. Yeah. Um, but, uh, his wife started talking to me and, you know, I did tell her that I was out there protesting and stuff. And she's like, Oh really? She's like, please don't tell me that you think all cops are bad. I was like, of course I do. Why would I talk to your husband if I thought all cops are bad? Like I wouldn't be his friend. He's our insider. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, look, I don't, I don't blame the cops. I blame the system. You know, the, the system itself has systemic racism issues it has a ton of problems with the you know the brotherhood mm-hmm. uh police unions are fucking hamstringing people from trying to do any kind of reform to any police outfit i mean they there there's some crazy shit that happens there have been times where a reformer comes in to the police and is trying to change the way shit's done they see that it's not right that police are doing things that are illegal and are infringing on people's rights and they try to prosecute these people and the unions will sit there and say, well, there's already precedent that, um, you know, this cop did it back 10 years ago and nothing happened to him. So you can't go after this guy. And they do shit like that all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the the fucking police union here, even with all this shit going on, even with the videotape showing the cop murdering the fucker, that fucker is saying, we're going to protect them. We're going to try to get them acquitted. What? Mm-hmm. Like, are you fucking insane? It's fucking nuts. Yeah. They do that shit all the time. That. I, I understand that unions are good and that people need to be protected and you know people need to have an equal footing with their employer. I get that. I, I understand. You know you don't you don't want to go into a, a salary negotiation or any kind of thing with benefits and be in like my situation where they kind of just say this is what you get, like it or leave it. Mm-hmm. You know that I I don't have a say in my salary or anything. I, I, I can't even negotiate. That doesn't exist in my world. They just say, yep, here's your raise. That's all. You, that's what you get. If you don't like it, you can, you know, there's the door. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no, I can't do shit about it. So I, I understand the need for unions, but when they are protecting cops that are doing shit that's illegal and killing people and taking away people's rights, for no good reason other than the fact that they know that their union is going to protect them. It's fucking wrong. Everybody fucking knows it. It's insane. It's crazy to me that it's that fucking... It's, it's a cult, almost. It's crazy. Another thing that happened here in Minneapolis, that first night of the protests, when shit started getting bad, you know, I couldn't get the ambulance to come help a woman that was shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. They sent hundreds, 
hundreds of cops to circle the one cop that killed him, his house. I saw that. Because there were going to be protesters on his street. They sent hundreds of cops to protect a killer. Need I say more? That right there shows you what they value themselves. So I, I don't sit there and blanket, you know, uh, kill all cops. You know, I've seen some stupid ass chants out there. Yeah. Um, and th- that I don't think and all that. The system is just fucked. It's so fucked. Well, <clears throat> see, you say that, and the way I look at it is the systems enabled them, but they choose to do those things and be enabled. Like they know that's what I mean. Like the cops themselves can choose not to act that way, regardless if they know like, Hey, I could get away with this. That doesn't mean you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to take an oath, protect and serve. You make that choice. It's like that cop did that while three other cops stood there and did nothing allowed him to do that. And you know, let's not forget, like, one of them was, like, Hispanic, the other was, like, Asian. The other, I mean, they weren't, like, it just wasn't, like, four white cops there doing damage, you know, taking out a black dude. So, it's, like, again, it's not even a race thing. It's, like, it's cops. Don't look at the color. Don't say it's white against black. It's not. It's cops. Like you said, it's a systemic thing. They know they can get away with it. Therefore, they take advantage of it. It's a culture. But they, as individuals know that they don't have to do that so it's still one of those things you can't and i saw something where they were talking about the rioters and looters you know it's one of those memes kind of going out like you know if you're going to judge all the protesters on a few assholes who riot and loot you know you're going to say oh look at them they're all fucking evil but yet you know you're going to do the same thing when there's one cop that murders someone you're going to say all cops are fucking bad and evil you know it's it's one of those things it's like well you know I mean, you, everybody could generalize. I mean, like I said, I, I, we, you know, I say I don't know, fuck cops. I don't. I think most of them are worthless, and I don't think they, they do much. To be honest with you, I think they're just kind of there to harass and fuck with people. But like you said, there are good ones, and they are ones that actually do their jobs and they're, they do a lot of good things within the community. But you just, and I know that people are like. Well, those those are the ones that don't get promoted enough, you know. It's like, yeah, but that's with everything in the world. Like, people just doing randomly good things, you're never going to hear about that. You know what I mean? You're only going to hear about the really bad shit. But let's be honest, that that's the shit that we need to stop. So it is the shit that needs to be amplified so we can yeah. see, here's the well, problem, and, let's fucking fix this problem. And in stuff, like in, in, in the police, they moving up and getting promoted and stuff, it's hyper-political. Like, they have their tests and stuff that they have to take mm-hmm. um, to, you know, get promoted and stuff. Sure, they got all that, but it is hyper-political. So, if you are a cop who is ratting out of the cops, guess what? You ain't getting that promotion. Yep. So, they, they promote this culture of don't turn cops in, don't do this, don't do that. Um, you know, it's, it's the brotherhood. We are, we're in it together. It's us versus them. Um, and I mean, of course, not all cops, not all even outfits. I mean, you know, there's every city's different. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably some that are actually doing good for their community. Um, 
But there are also a lot that they basically dehumanize the public that they serve. And that helps them cope with the terrible shit that they do to people. Because it's a lot easier when you can do an us versus them and kind of treat them like they're non-human. It happens, you know, in wartime all the time. They dehumanize the enemy. It's easier to, you know, shoot the fucker in the head. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's only a few things. I, I don't know how you'd fix the system to start, and that's going to be a huge challenge for... A big one? Let's say Biden. Let's, let's assume he... He's going to take this thing. That's going to be a huge factor. If he doesn't come forward strongly with a plan, with some major bullet points, you know, of things that they can do, you know, immediately, then he's not going to gain the support of the black vote like he thinks. Or he went on that interview yeah. the other day and basically, oh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, basically. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, dumbass, let's just shut the fuck up and stop doing interviews. I mean, there, there's some things that can help out. I'm a, uh, for sure, one is, you know, decriminalization of a uh, certain drug and drug paraphernalia. Well, that, um, should, that should be on his platform. If he wants to win some votes, then uh, decriminalizing marijuana right off the bat would, that would I mean, win I, a ton I of votes. I mean, I personally think it should just be legal, but well, yeah, at, I mean, at, at minimum, it. decriminalize it. Yes. Um, and paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a huge one. Because uh, that could help, you know, stopping these cops from being like, oh, I smell weed. And then they start mm-hmm. shit, you know, and get people anxious and whatever. Yeah. Oh, I um, got search of shit now. Yep. Another big one is make it mandatory for the cops to live in the community that they serve. Um, mandatory. I'll tell you why that's difficult, because in some locales, and I know that's even here in the North Texas area, uh, they, they'll have to go out and recruit some of these um, suburban police forces. Will, they recruit a lot from Dallas, and that, it's the, one of the big things is Dallas is always pissed because they're losing all their cops to Plano, Richardson, all these North Texas cities that are like suburbs because they just don't have enough people on their forces, so they poach them. I mean, that, so I think... I, I my assumption would be that most uh, law enforcement they they want to do that keep people within yeah but I think it's just sometimes it's difficult uh, depending well, on the- one one thing that I did see uh, one city was doing was it was um, uh, when you got recruited you had to live in the community that you served for like X amount of years mm-hmm. and then once those years were over you could move wherever you wanted. But by that time, there's already another new recruit living in that area. Yeah. Um, but that helps promote culture. And, you know, when people have a cop living next to them, that can help people understand cops day to day and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it can also help the cops understand the day to day of living in that neighborhood. I think another thing, I think, and I brought this up, Jesus Christ, man. We'll be doing this show now for almost eight years. I think when we first started doing it and we were having these police shootings, the thing that I said, and I still stand by this, and I don't understand why like this wasn't something pushed under Obama, because they could do this. Because any president's in charge, I mean, I know they're not in charge. I mean, this president is of the Justice Department. <laughs> they're supposed to be overseers and impartial, but not in this case with Barr, but... 
I, I think it should be a thing. I mean, it shouldn't be for administration by administration. This just should be the way it is. Anytime there's one of these cases like this one where a cop, you know, quote, er, you know, quote, unquote, murder someone or commits basically a fucking heinous crime against a citizen. You got to understand they they do the investigations within house. OK, so you're having that city that fucking jurisdiction do the investigation the prosecutors they work with these cops every day to help them with their cases so then you're basically saying prosecutor there's your buddy fucking cop you know bob over there he did this you know you need to come up with a case to put him away so it's like it it's so much incestual shit going on 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 that level that that's why these cops i think get away with a lot too it's not just the culture within it it's within the police station i think it's outside as well and you start looking at the prosecutors the judges blah 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 yeah so anytime there's a case like this it should automatically go the federal government should step in they take over the investigation they handle the prosecution of it that takes that fucking you know all your homies fucking handling your shit out of the fucking i think that I know, again, you know, you're still talking law enforcement at the highest level, still working law enforcement, but then there's not that interpersonal connection and stuff. And, you know, if you want to show people like, hey, we're really taking this seriously, take it out of the hands of the local government, let the federal government step in and try these cases and do actual investigations. I mean, if they're legit, I think that would solve a ton of the problems. And plus, you know... You talk about unions. Unions are only good for those local areas and stuff, too. You take the federal government comes in, takes over that case. That union's got no fucking say in the matter. So, like I said, it puts all the politics, as you say, and the minutia aside and allows the actual, you know, what needs to take place, take place. And then you see some of these fucking people get convicted, and they're like, we can't cover for you anymore. If you fuck up, the Fed's coming in, they're taking over. We can't cover for you. And then maybe that'll instill a little bit of fear in some of these fucking cops. And they'll think twice as they're sitting there for like, you know, five, ten minutes with their fucking neck on someone's throat. Who's already subdued and cuffed on the fucking ground. Just smirking, being a smart, you know, like, look at me. I'm fucking in charge. Tough guy here. You know, think twice about that shit, you know, when they know there could actually be real repercussions for their actions, you know. Yeah. Another thing that I think could help is a um and it would have to be done in a very specific way to where it could actually be manifested as something that could have a critical outcome of a uh complaint uh but have a independent review board of people from the community. Mhm. Just the general public um somebody that's voted in by the community to kind of represent the community at large. Because uh, far too often these review boards are just other cops. Mm-hmm. Um, or they, they, I think they did have one in Minneapolis like years ago, but they couldn't do anything. You know, once they turned it over, uh, it never went anywhere, you know, because uh, then, it, you know, the unions got a hold of it and just could do whatever they wanted. So yeah. they didn't really have any power. Like it was trying to make people feel good like oh yeah we have this independent review board made of the general public and it's like well yeah but they have no power to do anything so what the hell's the point it's just a feel good thing <laughs> like it does mm-hmm. nothing doesn't hold anybody accountable 
but yeah, an- another thing I we didn't mention it that I thought was pretty fucking crazy and like man, I just I can't believe how many mishaps and missteps authority figures have made during all this. It's just insane. I mean, Trump. I'm not surprised by any of that. Uh, but here, like the the coroner when they were doing the autopsy, uh, they said it was b- that he died from a pre-existing condition and a possible substance. And it's like, what the fuck <laughs> are you fucking talking about? Like, there's no fucking way that any medical professional did an autopsy on that guy and was like, oh, yeah, he didn't die of asphyxiation. No fucking way. No fucking way. Somebody told them, look, you cannot have it be asphyxiation. You cannot. But luckily, the family got an independent autopsy. And lo and behold, asphyxiation. Mm -hmm. Who fucking knew besides anybody who watched the video? Yeah. It's like a jeez, what are it's it was I couldn't believe it. my jaw dropped. And I'm like, do they want more riots? Like, <laughs> like do they not realize that that's just going to piss people off because they know it's bullshit. They're not going to look at it and go, "Oh, well, okay. So we were wrong. We'll go home." That's like Epstein, dude. His brother had that hired like one of the top, you know, forensics people to come in and do the autopsy and he said there's no way that that dude died from hanging himself yeah <laughs> you're showing he goes see this bone's broke here and this 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 little fracture because this you couldn't do this goes, this is more from choking <laughs> yep another thing um and i mean i i understand it somewhat but it still was appalling to me was w- the first night that they had the national guard roaming the streets um the curfew had just been enacted and there were people that uh, were on their porch uh, filming the riot guys or the, the National Guard going by and they're yelling at them to get in their house, get in their house, get in their house. They don't get in their house uh, so they say, light them up and they just start shooting them with rubber bullets. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that. It's like that. these are Americans on their own fucking property. Mm-hmm. On their own fucking porch not doing shit just filming you and you're shooting them like i understand it's a quarantine the quarantine said you must be inside i get it to an extent yeah but that's Mm -hmm. an american's own fucking property you know like if right-wingers are not fucking insane about that then take all their fucking guns away because they're full of shit at that point i was gonna say i guarantee you that these extreme trump right-wingers are fucking applauding that and being like, yeah, they fucking told you to get in your house, blah, blah, blah. The same assholes that got their little fucking AR-15s and go storming at a Capitol because Come and they're, take pissed, it. they're pissed that they have to wear a fucking face mask when they go out now because that's yeah. infringing on their fucking rights. Well, not only that, but they have all those stupid stuff like, come and take it over my dead body. What are, like, y- you're, you're okay with the National Guard coming down your street and shooting you on your own property for no fucking reason. Well, they wouldn't do it to them because they're white citizens that are obeying like, the law. It <laughs> like boggles these, my these fucking thugs. mind that that even happens. It boggles my mind even more that these stupid-ass fucking uh, gung-ho gun motherfuckers are not pissed off about that. It's like, that's... W- what? Like, that should never fucking happen. 
It's always a double now, standard. They were on their man. porch pointing a gun at the fuckers, threatening to shoot them. Okay, yeah, all right. They got a they got a good cause. Mm-hmm. Or they have a Molotov cocktail ready to go, you know. <laughs> but they're just sitting there filming them on their own fucking property. That's that is crazy to me. Well, like you said, man, they don't want to have that evidence when they start doing shit they're not supposed to. <laughs> they don't want those people out filming. <laughs> When they're fucking taking liberties on people, protesting. Well, I don't know, man. I'm disappointed that you haven't been going out more. It's hoping to hear some more good stories about shootings and <laughs> fucking abuse. And Fuck no, man. <laughs> After that first day, I'm like, nope, nope. I- I'm going to support, but I ain't going to be a part of that. <laughs> Like, would you say would you say you're doing to support him now you're getting in blackface and going out and no oh i thought you said you're gonna put on blackface so you could support your brothers and sisters I'm going down there and i'm helping clean up <laughs> you should show up in blackface dude and just say man i'm here i'm on your side i'm here to support no i am one of you <laughs> no absolutely not I don't know, man. They might find it endearing. Doubt it. Show up with a MAGA cap and a Confederate flag. and I did see a video of some kid that showed up with a MAGA hat somewhere, and they started kicking his ass. Yeah, I mean, violence on either side's bad when it's you know just out of nowhere. I mean, unless the kid's taunting or something, but I, I got to be honest, man. Hey, come on. I'd you're you're showing take- up to a Black Lives Matter protest. Oh no! I'm just, I was about the MAGA to say, hat. You're you're trying to start some shit. Oh no no! I'm saying this to be like politically correct. Like you shouldn't be doing that. But I'd probably want to punch the motherfucker in the face too. So, <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. I think the craziest yeah. one, and it it's it's somewhat satisfying to watch, uh, especially if you see the whole thing. And I know we're probably getting close to having to wrap up. Um, but I saw uh, this video. And it was like a news report, and this guy had like blood coming down his nose, um, and he said that he was going down. I, I cannot remember which city. I forget. My apologies. Um, but he was going down there to help uh, protect um, shop owners and stuff uh, from looters. Uh, so he was bringing his weapons, as he says in the interview, to go down there. Uh, and he's like, "Yeah." And then I rolled down my window and said, "All lives matter." Um, and then they drug me out of my car and started hitting me and stuff. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's just like, well, no shit, dumbass. Like, why the fuck would you do that in the middle of Black Lives Matter uh, protest? Yeah. Uh, but then, because they the news uh, put their put that shit on Twitter, and then somebody replied with a video of what happened. It went a little different. Uh, the guy was outside of his car with nobody beating him up and he had a bow and arrow. He had a fucking bow and arrow. Oh, I saw that video. And he was aiming it at people. Yeah, yeah, I saw that and video. nobody was going after him. I mean, they were yelling shit at him, but nobody mm-hmm. was doing anything to him until, until he aimed it at somebody. <laughs> yeah, I And saw once that. he did that, they're like, get that fucker! And they just <laughs> hammered his ass. And then they flipped his car and burnt that fucker to the ground. I gotta say though, dude, I gotta I give him like, a little some points because a bow and arrow, that's original. I give him <laughs> I mean I mean to get yeah. out of your car and he's like when he said weapons, I thought he was meaning a gun, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
he gets out and I see him and you can tell he's all nervous too. It's like you get out in the middle of this crowd that's they're not having what you're fucking throwing out, dude. Like they're not putting up with your shit. You're there to instigate and he's yelling to all lives matter, whatever. And then he whips out a bow and arrow and you can tell he's like trying to put it together and he's all nervous and he's having all kinds of problems. It's so funny. He's kind of a fat older asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, you you get every bit of what you deserve doing that shit. Oh yeah, I mean like you're just trying to start some shit. Yeah, I yeah, you don't feel bad for that guy. It's like the guy with the MAGA hat. It's like, yeah, I mean, uh, different thing. I don't know if the MAGA hat guy was trying to shoot people with bows and arrows. He's just probably down there looking like an idiot. But it's like, yeah, you want to clock him, but if he's just standing there, if he's being shut the fuck up, it's like, hey, you really can't because you gotta, you still gotta maintain, right? You gotta be the bigger man in that situation. But motherfucker pulls out a bow and arrow. First, I'm thinking, a fucking bow and arrow? That's something you don't <laughs> see every day. Then you beat his ass. But first, you got to stop and like admire it. Like, okay. I mean, at least we're being original here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This ain't the fucking same old, oh, look at me. I got a fucking brick or a baton or a fucking AR-15. I mean, I got a bow and fucking arrow. I'm going to Ted Nugent your ass, you know? So, kudos yeah. to him. It's a lot of chaos, a lot of craziness. I... I don't know where it goes from here, to be honest, especially with this fucking president. Um, oh, ooh, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. I know that the protests are continuing. I haven't heard as much about violent stuff and more the rioting as much, but I know that they've, they've continued. I would say as long as they kind of stay stable like they are, he can't really do anything. Like you said, his defense secretary, Esper, came out and said, yeah, we're not going to send the military in on these people. Because like you said, I think they know if they do that, that is a fucking, that is huge. I mean, you, you've, he's already taken so many steps toward fascism and tried to assert himself as a dictator. If you put, like you said, tanks in the streets, this country is fucking China, Tiananmen Square, fucking, it's, it's, you're, that's the images across the world. Yep. You know, that, that's why I said it. I, I, you can't hope do that. Slash hope it does not happen. No, I hear you. I just don't think, like I said, I think that there's enough people in the military. If they got that call that they had to go, they would be like, no, I'm not like fucking I, doing it. I hope it doesn't happen because that wouldn't, that would not be good for anybody. That, that would be an awful, awful thing. But I hope because that would, I could almost guarantee that submits the end of Trump. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But like I said, I think this is an opportunity for Biden to do the right thing. And and in fact, if that happened, I think it not only would uh, cement the end of Trump, I think he'd be put in jail after he's out, out of the presidency. Well, I think people go after his ass and his ass spends the rest of his fucking life in jail. Well, another reason why he's fighting so hard. I mean, they're the already treason. trying to plant... Well, they're already trying to plant the seeds, you know, with the whole, oh, the melon ballots and all this. They're already trying to plant all the seeds they can that the Democrats are going to rig this election and cheat when he loses. And, um, I mean, Bill Maher's been saying it since the day he took office almost. And we, I know we've said it on here before. It's like, I don't know if oh, that yeah. motherfucker's going to leave, leave? With, without force. <laughs> I, You know what? Every day it goes by, I think that. It's inevitable. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a scene. I don't know how what's gonna go down. I mean, there's got to be measures in place. I mean, if it's, the election goes through and it's certified, and the Congress, I mean, as soon as it's certified, Biden becomes president on that day, regardless if Trump shows up to the inauguration, if they have inauguration or anything. I mean, as soon as that happens, Judge Roberts just got to go meet him. They swear his ass in. He's the fucking president at that point. Secret Service 
would go in there fucking guns blazing and get Trump out. I would think if he, you know what I mean? They, they don't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, the system's the system. It's in place. It doesn't matter what he fucking does, I would think. But, God, I don't know. Everything's so crazy now with him. And yeah. he just well, gets I, away I, with everything. I couldn't imagine. I mean, of course, I, it, <laughs> it's there's a lot of stuff that I couldn't imagine happening that's happening. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I just can't tell anymore. But, I, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine that, you know, it, once it gets going, that people in those positions would be loyal to him to you know defy law you know what I, I mean i wouldn't think so like obviously there's some in his cult that would for sure but well, like secret service and stuff like that like i don't i don't see that happening that's what i'm thinking because the secret service is different but like you've seen within his administration and even through the justice department how they're getting rid of all the igs and stuff that have brought up anything against him um, I mean, he is stacking the Justice Department right now with his sycophants. I mean, from Bill Barr all the way, I mean, Bill Barr, um, Barr all the way to the, the fucking, uh, you know, like I said, to the IGs, to the, it, it, all the attorney generals. It, they've, they've slowly went in there and they're removing people. And now, you know, the, of course, they're using the whole Obama fucking, is Obamagate, whatever. I don't even know what that is. But he's so corrupt and there's all deep state and corrupt. So he's weeding people out now. I mean, it, it doesn't get reported, but he's let like four or five IGs go oh, here yeah. in the last month. He's getting rid of everybody at the top in the Justice Department stuff and he's replacing everybody with sycophants right now. So that scares you. You know, and especially when it comes to the election and what shit they could pull about investigations and trying to claim, oh, this is, you know, this fucking, you know, the Democrats cheated. They did this, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I mean, it's something to worry about. <laughs> you know, it's definitely something to worry about. But I don't know. I mean, he know, you know why he doesn't want to go. It's not because he cares about the power as much. It's just now because he's done so much illegal shit. You know, you have all these cases set in there in New York and then D.C. and Maryland and all these, or Virginia, where the fuck the other ones are, where these, you know, states have been investigating all of his background and his work and stuff, and they're just setting on it because they can't prosecute him now because he's president. I mean, as soon as that fucker leaves office, there's going to be so many cases against him. And so he's fucked. And like I said, I'd love to see Biden get in, put Kamala Harris in make her the AG and then just watch her fucking go after every one of his cronies for everything she can. All these fuckers, he's pardoned, find other crimes that they've committed, go after them. I want the whole lot of them in prison, but I don't know, man. Democrats are pussies. They never do anything. Cause if they would have <laughs> Bush and Cheney would be in fucking prison right now for treason. Yep. They should uh, be. Um, the only other one thing I want to say, uh, because of all this going down with the inequality and stuff, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch. I think it's on Netflix. It's called the 13th. And it's about the 13th amendment and, um, you know, eradication of slavery and all the stuff up to then and stuff. I heard guys talking about it on the radio this morning. I was listening to go through it. And it sounds really interesting. Like people who don't understand the history of, you know, the racism and how black people have been subjugated and, you know, why, they're still not on equal footing with us. And I hate the white privilege term. You know, I hate that <laughs> because I hate it. How it gets applied to anyway. It's white. Oh, you got white privilege. It's like, yeah, well, I, 
I mean, I, I understand the concept of it, but I hate it because I don't feel like, believe me, I don't have any power. So it's like, man, all of us whites fucking running everything. Um, uh, but that, it, that's not what white power, or that's not what it means. White, white power? Power. Come on, dude. Don't that's let not that, what white privilege means. Don't let your true self out. That just I under, means that you don't, I, like, I know. I get when you have the talk with it. your kids... It's about their private parts and their growing bodies. Huh? I've got two half Asian kids, sir. When, and if you don't realize when, during the coronavirus times, the Asians have been getting a lot of fucking hate. Yeah, yeah. But when, <laughs> so, when black people have the talk, it's about what to do when a cop stops you. I know. I understand. That's no, what no, no, white no. privilege is. No, I, I get it. I just, it's the way, I think it's not so much black people use it. I think it's more when white women use the term against white men that pisses me off. I'm like, bitch, after white men, you're second on the fucking chain. <laughs> and every time, it's so funny because white women, especially on Twitter, are always shitting on, oh, fucking white men. White men ruin everything. I'm like, you fucking cunt. There's a reason why the term Karen is such a big thing. Because every time you see videos like that bitch in the park with her dog the other day, it's always, it's not white dudes getting on black dudes or that shit. It's always white women <laughs> attacking fucking black people that get the videos get posted. White women are fucking worse because they play high and mighty. And they always, oh, white men, white men. It's like, bitch, you're white too. Shut the fuck up. You're literally right behind us on the fucking, the totem pole. <laughs> A fucking privilege, you whore. Ugh. Sorry. Anyway, I, folks. Sorry, I had to go out. You know I got to go out with <laughs> fucking little <laughs> mini rant. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Anyway, try and go on Netflix and watch that 13th. I heard it's awesome. I'm going to try and shotgun it. Here Michael believes in reverse racism. Yeah, I do. Why are um, black people holding us down? Check. <laughs> check out our Canadian buddies at Podblocked. And 742 Evergreen Terrace. I... I just want to say to Joe, fuck you and your fucking feet, you bitch. <laughs> I still love you, though, you bald motherfucker. Um, fuck your feet. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, who knows when we'll do a next one. I'm not making any promises anymore, because I think we said, well, we're going to do this next week, and we never did. So, uh, yeah. No more it was, promises. It You'll get cool. it when you get it. It's all coronavirus. If shit devolves anymore, we get tanks in the streets, then we'll definitely do one. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that'll definitely happen. Uh, you'll, hey, election time's about to kick it. Dude, we're only like four months away from the election. Five months? Yeah. Five months away. So we'll have to do a few shows because this is going to be such a weird election cycle with the virus and all the shit going on. It's going to be pretty interesting. So Alrighty, folks. It, might be, it might be a month. Have a good one and fuck 2020. Mm, yes, right in its ear. Anger, hostility towards the opposition. 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 Anger. Swine with the bat
motherfucker about for generations deep but who's the real motherfucker though and what does that fake know about motherfucking south central fool what you know about a set or a sign fake motherfucker never even seen a nine if i catch you slipping i'm on a page at the shiny job with that ghetto perpetrator Good. We got that egg good.